Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Irrepressible. I am Erica Ashley. This week, I wanted to share with you my approach to wellness. I think lately, self-care has become a very buzzy word where it's trendy to say, I'm going to stay in for a night of self-care. I'm going to do a face mask and watch a Netflix show as self-care. I'm going to get a massage as a form of self-care. And all of those things are great and dandy, and I'm not discounting the fact that self-care is important. I personally don't subscribe to a lifestyle of self-care that's like a one-off situation here and there. My approach to wellness and self-care is much um, more consistent, I would say. I really try to implement things in my life that have longevity or are easy to sustain over a long period of time. They're not things that I get overwhelmed with. They're um, actually, there's only one of them that costs money on this list. I wrote down a list of four things and one question that I asked myself that I wanted to share with you that I really have found helped me sustain a more stable sense of being. And what I mean by that is the sense of not hitting burnout all the time, the sense of not dying for it to be the weekend when it's only Tuesday, the sense of just a more consistent lifestyle. I find that I function better as a human when I'm living my life like that and not being oh my God, I'm so excited for the weekend. So excited for the weekend. Oh my God, now it's Monday. I'm so like dreading it. To me, that's just too much of an emotional roller coaster. And I think you miss a lot of really great moments in just a normal week if you're dying for it to be the weekend or dying for a break because you've hit burnout. These help me just prevent that. And I'm not saying I don't hit burnout, that I don't sometimes wish for it to be the weekend or get really excited for a vacation I'm I'm going to take because I do. I'm human. Like I obviously have those emotions, but I find that I'm not someone who is consistently dreading a work week, waiting for it to be the weekend. And and to me, all of that encompasses well-being because to me, wellness and well-being is not just what foods am I putting in my mouth or what is my skincare routine or what did I do for self-care last week? It's a much more steady, consistent approach. And I've found that it works for me better than doing a bunch of one-off little things randomly all the time. So like I said, there's four 
things that I wrote down and then a question that I asked myself that really keep me in a good um, mindset or help me get back to one if I feel like I'm not in one. So the first one that has been really important to me is hydration and my mom's for sure listening to this, rolling her eyes because I've always been the person, like I've always been this girl who just hates drinking water. I just don't enjoy it. And I like things to be an experience. Like every morning when I make my coffee, it's like an experience. And I like the experience of drinking the coffee as much as I like the taste of it. And so for me, water has always just been this issue where I I just don't love drinking it. I do because I know it's important, but I've really struggled with it. Within the past year or so, I've really tried to figure out ways and approaches to stay hydrated because when I'm hydrated, you know, I think clearer. I don't get headaches. I don't get like fatigue in the afternoon. And the one thing that I've found that really has helped me with one, getting more water into my body, but two, actually feeling hydrated is by having electrolytes. And there's a lot of different companies and and ways that you can get electrolytes. I have a favorite and I want to be completely transparent. This is not sponsored in any way, shape or form. I just am truly sharing this as a product that I feel like has changed my life for the better as someone who was probably chronically dehydrated for most of her life. I use Noon. Noon are these like little tablets and um, like packets that you just pour in your water. And I swear to you, you can instantly feel the moisture like in your skin, in your tongue, just in your body. Like everything just feels hydrated and you hold on to the hydration. Hydration, as much as it has been this like journey for me, which sounds ridiculous, but I've really found such a difference in how I feel when I'm more hydrated. And I'm sure 90% of you are like, well, duh, like even like, duh, duh, Erica, of course you're going to feel better when you're hydrated. It's common sense. Your body is like 75% water. So, duh. But for me, it was just a really big struggle. And using electrolytes has just made me feel so much better. And in the sense of well-being, if you are someone who struggles with water, there's so many ways to go about it. I've seen people with the water bottles that count down like, okay, by 9 a.m. you should be here with your water. By 2 p.m. you should be here with your water. Whatever your approach to hydration needs to be, whether it's electrolytes, whether it's a specific water bottle, whether it's setting a timer on your phone every hour to make sure you're drinking, come up with a system for yourself for hydration because it took me way too long to realize that I was I was the cause of brain fog and fatigue because I just wasn't drinking enough water. And for me, this has now become something that I can do long-term longevity and it's sustainable. When I have something that's sustainable, I group it into the wellness category. And so hydration is it. Okay. The second thing is taking walks, just a walk around the block, a walk around your neighborhood, getting up outside 
out of your current environment is so important. When I was so depressed after college, as I was trying to get out of it, taking walks were one of the only things that really helped put me in a better mood. Sometimes I would walk in silence. Sometimes I would listen to music. Sometimes I would be on the phone with somebody. Just the physical act of like getting up and out of the house and into a new environment. I would, at the time I was living in an apartment and the area that I was living in, there wasn't really a good place to go for a walk. So I would get up and I would drive to a neighborhood that was maybe 10 minutes away where I knew I could kind of mindlessly walk and there were flowers and and people's yards were like immaculate and it just gave me such a sense of comfort and calmness and well-being listening to the birds hearing wind in trees you know hearing kids like laughing in the backyard to me there's something so um like meditative about walking and it actually was recently that I learned that walking can be a form of meditation and I think that's why it worked so well for me in getting me into a better place whenever I felt just like down, depressed, super anxious, any of that, I get out of the house and go for a walk. I I personally try to do a 45-minute walk if I go it's not always feasible, not always sustainable. If I can at least end up with like one loop around the block every day, I feel like I'm in a good place. If I don't get to the walk, I'm not like hard on myself being like, oh my God, you didn't take a walk. You didn't have any like mindfulness for yourself today. I'm not hard on myself about it, but I notice within me, I feel a bigger sense of peace and calmness when I get out and I'm up and around walking. I'd say for me, that's one of the absolute biggest things that I've done for myself um, long-term. There's something about being able to like get up, get your body moving a little bit, blood flow moving, and just in a new environment that really kind of has a reset effect on your mindset and and mental being for the day. And there's also so much like physical benefit from walking. If you have um, any joint issues, it can be just as effective as a workout as running, but much easier on your joints. And so if you're looking for, you know, physical benefits from doing it, they're definitely there as well. Um, like I said, wellness encompasses a lot of things. I don't think it's just a mindset. I don't think it's just physical. I think it's all of them. And for me, walking is truly one of the things that encompasses all of it. To go along with that, the third thing on my list is sunshine. I tell everybody, I swear in a past life, I was a lizard because I love being in the sun when like your body and skin just get hot. I love that feeling so much and everybody else around me is like dying and wants to be in the shade. I love it. I love when you're wearing like a black shirt and the heat of it just gets so hot. There's something just so comforting to me about it that I find it to be extremely rejuvenating. And I'm lucky where I live in California that we have sunshine all the time. And so it's very easy to 
have and find. But I notice that I feel more grounded in myself when I have been able to go outside even for five minutes and feel some sunshine on my skin. I mean, your body does produce vitamin D from it. So I think there's definitely benefits from that. And that's being activated within your body. But I also think that there's just so much life that is given from the sun. When you think about like how a plant grows, you know, you water it and you tend to it and and the sun helps it grow. It does the photosynthesis. And, and to me, I feel like maybe I'm a little bit of a plant in some ways where it's like, I feel that life force energy, like just come from the sun. And I know that sounds like a little weird, but I really just find the nature stuff to have a huge impact on how I feel. I often just go outside in between phone calls or um, emails or whatever and just sit out there or stand out there for five minutes. And that's really all I ever need to feel the benefits from it and to feel better and to feel more grounded in myself so I can like carry on with my day. The fourth thing is key for me to not getting overwhelmed, extremely stressed, extremely anxious, burnt out, is having some sort of system in place to organize your schedule. I have a physical planner. I hate the one on my phone. I don't find it effective because it's not right there in front of me all day long. I mean, my phone definitely is, but I don't have the calendar opened all day long. If I have my planner sitting on my desk open to the day and everything's listed in order with the time, it's completely time blocked. I have, you know, my, when I wake up and I write meditation on there, I write my workout, I write time in there for showering and getting ready. I'm pretty controlling when it comes to my schedule as far as like how I schedule things. But I need that to have a peace of mind. And it's like it gives me a roadmap for the day. And I know exactly where I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be there, what the point of it is. Um, And then I never feel rushed because I didn't schedule in or factor in the amount of time it would take me to shower and get dressed after my workout before I had to jump in and record a podcast episode or whatever it is. I don't feel rushed because everything is laid out on my calendar. It sounds extreme and it sounds maybe very type A and it is for sure. But when I don't feel rushed and I feel like I just have a very clear plan of action, I am 9,000 times more productive than if I just had a blank day on my calendar. I literally will walk around like a chicken with its head cut off being like, what do I do? It's so unproductive for me. If I have things that I need to do, they go in the schedule. I feel better by the end of the day knowing that like I accomplished the things that I wanted to set out to accomplish. And of course, at the end of every day, I'm not accomplishing every single thing on the list. My list is never ending as I'm sure yours is too. But if I can look at the day and be like, okay, I did, you know, 70% of this. That's a, that's a good day because there's something done. 
if I look at the schedule and there was nothing on it and then I still didn't get anything done, it's because there was no schedule. It's because I feel lost without a plan. I think if you're someone who struggles with anxiety, you might feel a similar way to this because it stems from wanting to have control over life. Like anxiety is really the fear of not being in control of a lot of things or the unknown. And so when I have a day that's unplanned, it's unknown and I feel very anxious throughout the day. And then that's why nothing gets done because my I'm just so scattered in my energy and my being that it's just impossible. But when I have like a system in place of like how I schedule, what the schedule is, and like the structure around it, I feel like my calm, cool, collected self and we're good to go. I'm good to go. So however you need to get an organized schedule in place for yourself, I really think it's important. I find having a very scheduled day so productive towards my sense of well-being. You might be completely opposite of me and are better with just like making a to-do list and going randomly through the to-do list throughout the day. That's fine. There's still a structure to that. You just need to find a system that works for you. And I promise it will help your sense of well-being because you're accomplishing things in some sort of systematic way that like signals essentially to your brain that you're trustworthy of doing things that you tell yourself you're going to do, which then leads back to self-confidence. It's this whole like cyclical uh, cycle that is proven by science that when you follow through with things for yourself, you create reliability and therefore you're creating wellness within yourself because you're trusting yourself and on and on and on it goes. So those are really like the four things that I don't even think about as like, oh, I need to go do my journaling. I need to go do my meditation. You know, when we hear sense of well-being, it's often things like that. For me, these have become so habitual for me that I don't even think about it. I just know that like when I'm done recording this right now, I'm going to go stand outside in the sun for five minutes to one, let go of the energy that I'm in right now and reground myself for the next thing that I have in this day. And two, to feel just like a sense of, okay, I've done something. Let me go be outside in nature for a second. I find it so, so important like to find the things habitually that you don't have to think about anymore, that you just start to crave. Because almost subconsciously, the act of doing that has rewired your brain into craving those things that make you feel better, whether you recognize that they're making you feel better or not. Now, for like the question of all questions that I find helps with any problem, and you can use this question to figure out like wellness practices that are best for you. I ask myself in the morning, throughout the day, as things come up, How can I align myself with this? How can I align myself with this? So, for instance, if I 
know that I have a crazy busy day like I do today. This morning, I asked myself, how can I align myself with having a calm day, knowing that it's packed full of things to do? How can I align myself with the feeling of calm? Okay, well, we know what calm feels like, right? So how can I, now that I know that calm is the goal, how can I work backwards from there to align myself with the answers that get me to calm? So my thought process this morning was, how can I align myself with feeling calm today? Okay, well, I know if I need to feel calm, I should not jump on my phone first thing this morning. I should probably take a second to meditate or take a deep breath or journal or something and to just get my thoughts in order. I should grab coffee this morning. I actually made some matcha and sit outside in the cool air and just have a relaxing 15 minutes to myself. Those things emulate the qualities of calm. And therefore, because I started my day with it, it easily transitions throughout the day. You're setting the tone for it. So maybe you have something that you need energy for. How can you align yourself with feeling energetic? Okay, if I have a day where I'm like, I need to be upbeat, I need to, you know, whatever, I might say, okay, I'm going to start my day with exercise. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to do some high intensity training. I'm going to do something that gets my blood flowing, my heart pumping, and my endorphins going. Because I know putting myself in that state of being is going to give me energy later on. If you're trying to set a goal, like how can I align myself with this job, for instance? Maybe there's like a dream job you're wanting. How can I align myself with this job? Work backwards. What are the attributes that I need to embody to get this job? I need to be organized. They want somebody with leadership qualities. The company stands for X, Y, and Z. How can I better embody that? How can I really encompass myself with this dream job? Find somebody who's doing the same thing you want to be doing. And what do you notice in them? Are they determined? Are they outspoken? Are they shy? Are they quiet? Like, what are they? What are they? So what are these people doing and how can you emulate it? How can you embody what they're doing? Because chances are, if your goal is that, you already are similar in some way, shape, or form to that. How can you make it your own? How can you be your own? How can you align yourself with being this type of person? You know, if there's somebody that I've seen that I want to have on the podcast, I ask myself, how can I align with having them on the podcast? What about us is an alignment for each other? And when I point that out, you know, it's very easy to make connections with people when you have a common ground. That's why they say in like interviews, if you can find something in common with the person you're talking to, 
the rapport is better. Everybody feels calmer. It becomes more of like a casual conversation than like an interrogation. It's just a better energy exchange. I personally like using the word aligned and being in alignment with something because it feels just like things like matched up just perfectly how they should and we're supposed to. And there's something comforting about that. So I really try to ask myself, how can I align with the things that I'm wanting or how I'm wanting to feel or where I'm going, you know, things like that. How can I align with X, Y, and Z? And I feel like when I'm in alignment with something, it was meant to be. And I think alignment goes back to the idea of wellness, right? Where it's how can I be aligned to feel whole, abundant, healthy, calm, all the things you want to feel long-term, sustainable. Alignment feels like it's long-term and sustainable to me. And for me, wellness is something that I want long-term and I want it to be something that I can sustain. For me, I know like getting up at 4 a.m. to go do a workout is not sustainable. For some people it is, and that's amazing. And you should do that if you're one of those people. I know I need a different approach. And so how can you align yourself with well-being that benefits you the most in your specific way? These are what I do for me that I found really, really work for me. And I hope that you can pick and choose and take what resonated and leave what didn't and find something else that works for you because that's amazing. We all need our own unique little recipe to wellness. So important to find a sustainable wellness practice. And I don't really like calling it a practice because I don't think, because practice to me sounds short-term. A wellness approach to life, right? I always say like the tagline to this podcast is a realistic approach to life. For me, these are realistic because I don't think about them. It's not a chore. It's not a burden to be like, ugh, I have to go for a walk. Ugh, I have to stand outside for five minutes in the sun. These are things I enjoy doing, like truly, truly enjoy doing. And I know that they're benefiting me in an emotional, mental, and physical space. And with well-being, like what more could you ask for? If it's if, it, if the point is to feel good, you should feel good during the process too. So, and if you're not sure yet what wellness looks like to you, start backwards. You know your goal is wellness. All right, what are different approaches I can try? And, do, and it might be trial and error for a minute, but that's okay. Because finding the right one over time is going to be way more beneficial than just consistently not doing anything or doing things sporadically. Consistency, I really think is, and also I think how you use your time. And for me, these are like efficient uses of my time because I value my time and I'm sure you value your time too. If there's something that you do for wellness that you swear by, let me know. Send me a DM, comment on the last post on Instagram, something, um, because I'm so curious. I love knowing what other people are doing and sharing, and we can make this like a little conversation of different approaches people have and like what's really worked for them and why it's changed their life in some way, shape, or form. I think those conversations are so fun and important to have. So send me a DM, 
um, at Erica Ashley or at Irrepressible the podcast. The Instagram post today opened that up for questions on the Irrepressible page. And I'd love to hear from you about what's working. Or if you try any of these, let me know how they work for you. I'm so curious to know because, like I said, everybody's approach to wellness has to be so individualized. But I feel as though sharing what's worked for me could help you too. All right. Have a wonderful day. Go get five minutes of sunshine today if you can. And I will see you on Friday for a mini episode.